Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse who oddly enough has no kids, yet a huge passion for informing and empowering women on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me every week as we dive in to all things prenatal, postnatal, birth, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to What The Bump. I am super excited for today's podcast. We are gonna be talking about a midwife versus an OBGYN. So mainly we're gonna talk about a midwife versus an OBGYN. At the end, I'm also gonna quickly touch on a do and a nurse. So I know a lot of people hear these words thrown around in the birth community, whether they're seeing a midwife or an OB or if they have a doula. And a lot of people are really confused on what the difference is, what each of these people's role is in their birth, labor, delivery, pregnancy journey. So I'm going to break it down for you to kind of better understand what the difference is, who is who, and help you to make an educated, informed decision on whether you want to see a midwife, whether you want to see an OBGYN, and if you want a doula for your birth experience. Historically, it was really common for midwives to attend most births. However, today, more than 90% of women opt for an OBGYN during their pregnancy and at birth. And when I say OBGYN, that really just stands for obstetric gynecologist, and I'm just going to call it OB to keep all of that short. Working as a labor and delivery nurse, I do a lot of labor, I do a lot of delivery, but I also do a lot of postpartum. And postpartum, my moms will sometimes ask me because some of them will see a doctor throughout their pregnancy, but then one of the midwives with that practice will actually deliver them. And they'll say, well, like who was that? Or or what's, what's a midwife? Or why didn't the doctor deliver me? They always kind of ask. And I always have to explain to them what a midwife is. I feel like a lot of people do not know. I even have friends ask me all the time, well, should I see a midwife or should I see an OB? And I think most of the time people just see an OB because that's kind of what we've learned is when you get pregnant, you see an OB. However, midwives are becoming more and more popular, which is a great thing because they're just very low intervention and holistic. So let's dive into what a midwife is. When I say midwife, I'm mainly referring to a certified nurse midwife. That's a registered nurse with a graduate degree in midwifery who is certified by the American Midwifery Certification Board. And when they are certified by that board, when they are a certified nurse midwife, they can perform births in all 50 states and they can perform births in Puerto Rico, which is kind of cool. Certified nurse midwives have a master's degree or a doctorate's degree in that field of nursing. There's another type of midwife called a certified midwife. So not a certified nurse, nurse midwife, but just a certified midwife. And they also have a graduate degree. It's not in nursing, but they do have a graduate's degree in midwifery. And that's also certified by the same certification board, the American Midwifery Certification Board. And the last type of midwife I'm going to talk about is a certified professional midwife. So a certified professional midwife will either complete an apprenticeship or take professional courses before becoming certified by the North American Registry of Midwives. So a certified professional midwife can provide pregnancy and postpartum care. However, they cannot prescribe most medications. They will work usually in homes or birth center practices. Certified professional midwives do not work in the hospital just because they are not certified by the American Midwifery Certification board. Certified professional midwives do not necessarily go through the same schooling at all that a certified nurse midwives do because certified nurse midwives receive that master's or doctorate degree in nursing. Certified professional midwives are licensed to practice in 33 out of the 50 states, though some of them work in the United States where they are not recognized. Most midwives in the United States that you are going to birth with, especially in the hospital, they are going to be certified nurse midwives. They are the most regulated body of midwives, I guess you could say. Um, and they definitely, in my opinion, have the most in-depth schooling and training. Certified professional midwives, like I said, they're they're licensed in 33 states. However, 
in almost every state, there are certified professional midwives that are practicing, I guess, honestly, it would, the term would be illegally. Um, I just kind of refer to it as like practicing under the table. There are many certified professional midwives in all 50 states that will deliver you at home under the table. And there definitely can be legal complications with that. However, many of them do it and their birth outcomes are still normally great. You just definitely want to make sure that you have a certified professional midwife who is very well trained, who has attended many births and is very skilled. And I know all the different types of midwives can get really confusing. However, like I said, most midwives in the U.S. are going to be certified nurse midwives. They're the most regulated. They, in my opinion, have the greatest amount of education. And they are the ones that are going to be working in the birth centers, in the hospitals, and in some states where they can practice without a physician overhead of them, they will also do home births. Now, enough about what the different types of midwives are, because that's honestly not the most important thing. The most important thing is what is a midwife? What does the word midwife mean? What does a midwife entail? So a midwife is going to be very mother baby centered. They provide pre and postnatal care to pregnant women. They do vaginal births. They give you breastfeeding and nutritional support. They really specialize though. The difference between them and an OB is midwives really specialize in low risk, low tech, low intervention births for women who want to avoid interventions. For women who want to do home births or water births or birth center births or even hospital births with epidurals, but maybe they just still want their experience to be a little bit more holistic. Midwives are highly trained. They are not doctors, though. Like I said, they either have that master or doctorate in midwifery, but they are not doctors. They cannot perform cesarean sections on their own. They can, some of them are trained to scrub into cesarean sections. So some of the nurse midwives that I work with at my hospital, they will scrub into C-sections and assist the physician in doing the C-section. However, they do not perform C-sections. They can prescribe medications. They can prescribe epidurals, I guess prescribe or refer you to anesthesia. You can still be a midwife patient and get an epidural basically is what I'm trying to say. And they will manage your pregnancy just like an OBGYN will. They will monitor your pregnancy through seeing you on a regular basis. They will ensure that your baby's heart rate's good. Your blood pressures are good. Your ultrasound scans are on track. Your prenatal testing is done. You're prescribed any medications that are needed and they will deliver your baby vaginally just like an OBGYN would. So if a C-section is needed, like I said, midwives do not do C-sections. If a C-section is needed, they will have to get the on-call physician to perform the surgery. So in some states, midwives work in a collaborative practice with a doctor. They actually have to in some states. And in other states, they can kind of work in their own solo practice. So in North Carolina, where I, I'm not sure honestly how it works when they're kind of solo. Um, I live in North Carolina. And in North Carolina, they are needing to practice under a physician. So they do practice under their doctor. When a C-section is needed, they get a hold of the on-call physician they perform the c-section and the midwife might assist them in that and this is why north carolina does not have any home birth midwives that i'm aware of that are actually we have many certified professional midwives who will do home births however in north carolina we do not have any certified nurse midwives who are legally allowed to do home births because in north carolina they have to have a doctor above them and as far as i know there is no doctor in north carolina who is okaying a midwife to go out and do home births because if something were to go wrong it kind of does come back to that doctor because that doctor is overseeing the midwife's practice and saying that they're okay with what they're doing and that they are agreeing with what they are doing. Now in states where midwives can practice solo, they can do home births. The certified nurse midwife can do home births. They can do birth center births. They can do all of that stuff. So like I said, midwives 
perform low-risk births with the goal of reducing surgical intervention and providing mom-baby-centered care. They bring a nurturing, emotional, patient-oriented approach to the birthing room. They emphasize that birth is normal, that it's a normal process, and they really empower women and give them the ownership of their pregnancy and of their birth experience. They see pregnancy and labor as a completely normal life process rather than a condition that needs to be managed or cured. So that is something that I really agree with. As harsh as it might sound, it's true. Midwives see pregnancy and labor as a normal life process rather than a condition to be managed or cured or treated. And I agree with that. Working with midwives, they will just let a woman do her thing and let her kind of take her time. Now, of course, intervention is needed at times. However, physicians can be a little less or not physicians but we'll say OBs can be a little less likely to just kind of let you do your thing they're definitely more likely to want to intervene want to speed things up want to give you pitocin maybe break your water and things like that so what are barriers or what are I guess situations where you should not choose a midwife so if your last birth was super high risk required a c-section you're having multiples so meaning twins or triplets or your healthcare provider considers your pregnancy as high risk, having a doctor might be a better option for you because in the end, at the hospital or wherever you're delivering, the doctor will most likely need to be present, especially if you are having a repeat C-section. You already have to have a physician be there, so it is probably best for you to see an OB throughout your pregnancy. A big barrier for people finding a midwife is that they can just be difficult to find. There are definitely more OBs than there are midwives. Insurance can also be a little bit difficult, especially if you are trying to do a home birth or a birth center birth. Now, most hospitals who employ midwives through their practices, your insurance should cover just like it would for an OB. However, if you're doing a home birth or a birth center, it is a little bit difficult to get insurance to accept that and actually cover it. I know when I was pregnant, I, um, of course I work at the hospital. I love the midwives I work with there. And ultimately I did end up seeing them and seeing their practice, the midwives there. However, I did look into the birth center because I was a little bit curious and with my insurance, which I have, you know, I've, I guess not great insurance, but it's just, it's good insurance. Um, the birth center was still about $5,000 out of pocket. So insurance can be a big barrier to using a midwife or a birth center. It can be hard. A lot of women want to deliver in the hospital setting. They might want to have a natural holistic birth or they might even just want an epidural, but they might just want a midwife present there. And it can be hard to find a midwife that practices in the hospital setting. And they want to feel the safety of the hospital, knowing that the NICU's there, knowing that there are a lot, there's a C-section down the hallway in case they need it. A lot of women want that safety and security knowing that they're already in the hospital where if something goes wrong, that's where they need to be. A 2017 study by the American College of Nurse Midwives found that in the hospital setting, people who chose midwives were less likely to have cesarean sections. And in areas like the UK and the Netherlands, something super interesting is that midwives are the standard care providers there for pregnancy and birth. It's not OBs. Midwives attend about 70% of the births in the UK and the Netherlands, whereas in the US, it's only about 8% of births that are attended by midwives, which that is just crazy to think that these other countries, almost all of their care surrounding pregnancy is done by midwives. And in the US, it is just about such, it's about 8%, such a small percentage that is attended by midwives. Now let's talk about an OB or an obstetrician gynecologist. So an OB is a medical doctor with years of special training and schooling in this field. Just like a midwife, they will monitor your pregnancy throughout seeing you on a regular basis, ensuring your baby's heart rate's good, your blood pressure is good, ultrasound scans are on track, prenatal testing is done, prescribing any, med any medications that are needed, and delivering your baby. So the main difference in the schooling aspect is that OBs 
do four years of medical school, four years of residency, and then three years of fellowship normally. They also do your basic GYN care that is not involving pregnancy. So they perform your annual GYN care, your pap smears, performing any surgeries like hysterectomies, DNCs, any surgery really involving the uterus, tubes, or the vagina. They also prescribe birth control, just like a midwife can do as well. So the main difference here is that OBs do surgery. So they do cesarean sections and they manage more so multiple births, so twins or triplets. They manage high risk and also low risk pregnancies. But if you are high risk, you will probably be seeing an OB throughout your pregnancy. They do work only in the hospital setting in most instances. I guess there might be a few ones that don't, but most of them work in the hospital settings. And I don't want to stereotype the entire population of OBs and say that they are not holistic. However, a huge difference when it comes to a midwife and an OB in general is the fact that midwives are definitely more holistic than an OB. They definitely are more nurturing and their training is just a little bit less medical, I guess you could say. They see birth more as a normal process, whereas an OB might see birth more as a medical condition. In most states, midwives will practice under your OB, so your OB might have the final say in some situations or scenarios where there might be complications arising, your OB might be called even if you are a midwife patient. And when I'm saying an OBGYN, there's kind of obviously two different words there. There's the OB and then the GYN part. So an obstetrician, the OB, those are doctors that are trained to care for women during their pregnancy, deliver the baby, and care for them just after the baby is born. And then GYN, the gynecologist, is a doctor who specializes in women's reproductive health. So you don't always have to be both. You might just have, your doctor might just be an OB, which just means that they really just surround pregnancy and childbirth. And if your doctor is an OBGYN, that means that they kind of do both. They do pregnancy and childbirth, but they also do a lot of specialization in women's reproductive health. The next person or word that you might hear surrounding pregnancy is a doula. People might ask you, are you using a doula? Or they might tell you, oh, I used a doula and she was great. And you might be wondering, what is a doula? Where do I get a doula? What does that even mean? So doula is a Greek word, meaning a woman who serves. So these are professionals. Usually they're kind of, they're not employed by the hospital or your OB office um, or anything like that. They are normally just kind of self-employed, I guess you would use the term, self-employed, independent women who are trained in childbirth. It can be men too, but mainly women who are trained in childbirth. Their purpose is to help women have a safe, memorable, and empowering birth experience. So they do not provide medical intervention necessarily. They will help you with positioning, breathing patterns, massage, pain relief. They will guide you and your partner through birth and they will maintain your birth plan and your birth environment. However, they don't necessarily have any medical training or any medical intervention training. They really bring the spirit of connection to include all your loved ones in the event of birth and they really give you physical and emotional support to help you need less pain medications, basically. People can hire doulas even if they want an epidural, but I will say that the majority of women who hire a doula are attempting to have natural, unmedicated births. And a doula is really there to help support them, encourage them, and just when things get so hard that they want to give up, your doula is kind of that last little bit of hope to kind of just push you through and just help you get through that. Research has shown that a doula's presence during labor and at birth will improve the outcome for both the mom and baby. And most doulas will stay after you give birth also just to help with that first feeding with the baby, help kind of clean up anything that needs to help you get cleaned up. And their role in a home birth setting and a hospital setting from my understanding, I've never been a doula or practiced as a doula, but from my understanding is 
kind of the same. They they just do that emotional support, the physical support. They help you get through labor and they really try to connect your loved ones into that process as well. And I know I say that they don't have medical training or medical intervention, but I, that's always a thin line to kind of walk on because they are so educated when it comes to the medical side of birth, especially, I mean, even positions. Like, yeah, that's not necessarily a medical intervention, However, positioning can get a baby out way better than any medical intervention can. So doulas are very educated on the birthing process. They know they know the stages of labor. They know the medications that a nurse might give you in the hospital or even maybe at home. They are very medically educated. They just do not necessarily provide medical intervention. And the last person who is involved in the birthing process, which I'm sure everybody knows this word, is a nurse. So nurses do not do much prenatally when it comes to birth, especially those who work in the hospital like myself. We more so deal with labor, birth, and the immediate postpartum period. So nurses can work either at the birthing center, at the hospital, or sometimes they do work doing doing home births with midwives and they kind of work as an assistant to the midwife. Nurses are your support throughout labor. They carry out any orders of your OB or your midwife and they kind of bridge that gap between you and your provider. So especially if you're in the hospital setting, I can speak for myself being a nurse in the hospital. Your doctor is not at your bedside while you labor. And I think that's a big misconception for a lot of people. Even seeing a midwife, they might be there a little bit more towards the end of midwife versus an OB. However, they are not there throughout your labor process. They are really not laboring with you. They more so come at the end when it's time to deliver the baby is when your OB and your midwife get there. Your nurse is there to bridge that gap, to be at your bedside throughout the whole time you labor, to carry out any orders they have, to manage your pain relief, to reposition you, to educate you on things that they're doing or how the baby looks or things that might be coming up if you are starting to need birth advice or advocacy for your birth plan. Your nurse is really at your bedside that entire time. Nurses also will assist in your postpartum period. So in our hospital, our OBs and midwives deliver the babies. And then normally they don't stay very long because like I said, when you have a nurse, usually it's one-to-one care. Usually when I am laboring a patient, that is the only patient I have and I can spend all my time at their bedside. Whereas the midwives and the OBs, they might have six patients in, in birth or not in birth, wow, in labor right now. And some of them getting really close to birth all at the same time. So during the postpartum period, your nurse is really the one at your bedside, helping you breastfeed, helping you latch the baby, doing any care that the baby needs such as baths or medications or vaccines and nurses are also who help with your postpartum recovery making sure that your bleeding is okay making sure that you're getting up going to the bathroom okay making sure that you have all the things that you need a postpartum to recover and I might be a little biased but personally I think nurses are the most important part of your labor delivery and birth experience So just to recap the different people that might be surrounding your pregnancy that we talked about. So first off is a midwife. Mainly you're going to see a certified nurse midwife, especially if you're delivering in the hospital setting. They are nurses who have a master's or doctorate degree in nurse midwifery. They practice in all 50 states, including Puerto Rico. And they basically give you the same prenatal care that an OB does, except for the fact that they do not perform surgeries alone and they care for more low risk, low intervention births. They will still monitor you throughout your pregnancy, throughout your labor and delivery, just like an OB would. Next up is an obstetrician gynecologist or an OB. They are medical doctors with years of special training. They go to medical school. Just like a midwife, they will monitor you throughout your pregnancy, monitor your baby throughout your pregnancy, 
but they will also do surgeries and high-risk pregnancies. So they will have a pregnancy that might be a repeat cesarean section. They mainly work in the hospitals. They might have all the high-risk women, and they will manage pregnancies with twins or triplets. They do see birth a little bit more through a medical eye than a midwife will, whereas midwives normally see birth more as a natural process that your body will do. The next person we talked about was a doula. A doula is a means a woman who serves. They are trained in childbirth. Their purpose is basically to give you physical and emotional support throughout labor and delivery. They don't necessarily have medical training. However, they really do help with positioning, breathing patterns, massage, pain relief, and really guide you and your partner through birth. Doulas are not provided through the hospital or through your OB office. You will actually have to seek one out on your own and hire them and pay them on your own. You can find some through DONA. It's D-O-N-A. They have a big research database that has all the doulas who are certified through DONA. There are a couple of different certification agencies, but the ones certified through DONA, you can search them up on their site. And just, you know, saving the best for last, the last person that you might hear about is your nurse. So nurses don't do too much prenatally. They mainly work in the hospital birth center and sometimes assist with home births, with labor and delivery. So they're your support throughout labor. They really bridge the gap between you and your doctor. Your doctor or your midwife cannot be at your bedside all the time. However, your nurse can be. So your nurse is really that support while you're in labor, especially if you do not have a doula. They're going to assist you in position changes, any recommendations that might be needed, advice, birth choice, guidance, and advocacy for your birth plan as well as postpartum care. So just remember that no matter what kind of practitioner you choose, an OB, a midwife, a hospital birth, a home birth, whatever you choose, that your birth plan is never set in stone. Whatever your birth goal might be, your baby may already have a different plan. They make the calls, they make all the decisions, call all the shots before they're even in this world. So in the end, the only birth plan that you need is a healthy mom and a healthy baby. And if you want to learn more about birth plans, I did do a podcast on birth plans. It is actually episode four of this podcast. So little while back there but it will talk to you all about a birth plan what is to include in a birth plan and whether you should make a birth plan or not thank you guys for tuning into this episode and i really helped i kind of helped break down the difference between a midwife and an ob mainly but also kind of include that doula portion and the nurse portion just so you are aware of the different people you might see throughout your labor delivery and birth and pregnancy and postpartum periods thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and i will see you next week Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week to talk more about the bump. And of course, I know you all probably know this, but I have to add it in. I make every effort to broadcast correct information through this podcast, but I'm still learning so much. So I am in no way providing medical advice through this podcast, just sharing the things that myself and others have experienced or learned. Make sure to consult your physician before taking anything from this podcast and changing your health. This applies to any guests or contributors that I also have on this podcast. Thank you.